is something sweet and almost kind. Good morning and welcome. Good morning, Nate. Before we get to the movie, I have a, a list prepared of our 3D triangle enemies. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, no, I have a, a list here. All right. Of all those who have uh, reached a certain gemstone status. Give it to them. All right. Well, I, you know, maybe we can update this list to every episode. So if you uh, comment or review or post a photo and tag us, you might hear your name in the coming weeks. We have some already supporters at the Amethyst Algae level. We have Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Mm. We're pretty sure he's a listener. Of course. Waiting for him to tag us or comment. Steven has tagged him about no less than 100 times, so some assistant of Dwayne The Rock Johnson has heard this. I don't know if he has the most followers on Instagram, but he has 121. Oh, it's up there. He has 121 like million. Could I say something like maybe Kylie Jenner might have more? Figured one of the Beyonce's or the Jenner's probably. Yeah, one one of the Beyonce's, you know, Beyonce Knowles, Beyonce Jones. Oh, you know what? He has more than I even suspected. 139 million. Movies on the side's getting close, though. We are getting close. Slowly approaching. I'm doing a quick, uh, oh, apparently Cristiano Ronaldo is the most followed individual on Instagram. Please name the sport he plays, Steven. Football? Very good. Is that true? Do you know who that is? I don't even know who that is. Yeah. Or as we call it in America, soccer. Oh, yeah. Look at that. He's a good looking man, too. So he's got that going for him. He's like that David Beckham look. And by that, I just mean an attractive man. <laughs> His second photo is a collage of him shirtless in boxers. Right. No wonder. I th- I'm pretty sure he sells underwear. I'm pretty sure uh, he's got like his own. I see. Do you think that... If we had you posing like Cristiano, that we might uh, get some more. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We'd get a lot of followers. But so? uh, I'm not sure if that's they're the kind that like movies or mm. they just like laughing at people. <laughs> <laughs> well, anyway, let's go up the list again. Now that we have that visual. Hi, Mom. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> <laughs> we'll put a link. Well, you know, I was going to say we'll link uh, Cristiano in show notes, but he doesn't need any more publicity. He's totally He's got plenty of followers. Yeah, he doesn't. We're going to link to the movies on the side Instagram account that has, That's right. I think to this point, no shirtless pictures posted, but still a fun follow. There is the video of you riding a hoverboard for the first time. Well, yeah, that has its own, that has its own type of appeal. At the Sapphire Sea Slug level, which means these are followers who listen to the show and have commented on a photo. On Instagram, Twitter, or Facebook, we have Philip R., Chelsea A., Anijah F., and Carolyn H. Thank you, Sea Slugs. Mm-hmm. The next level, the Topaz Toucan. Now, this is something your, your father lets you know that he is aspiring to become. Absolutely. And he did it. He left a review on the iTunes store along with Jacob B., I think is your brother. We can't know for sure. Not for sure. Thomas Z, Tom Bombadil, guest on the show. KDS Jackson A, and Pops B, he self-named. <laughs> that means Pops Baranowski. Yeah, absolutely. Because I call him Pops all the time. Well, congratulations to those Topaz Toucans. Mm-hmm. And now, our current highest level mm. gemstone 3D triangle achiever, 
is our friend of the show, Cecily, who is a pearl platypus because she has posted a photo mm-hmm. of herself with Mott's paraphernalia. I think even multiple times. Fantastic. And remember, you don't have to post the photo with Mott's paraphernalia. You can just post a photo that also works of you and Cristiano Ronaldo. Mm. If you have one or a cutout. All right. Well, we need to talk about this movie, Nate, because I'm very upset. Oh, yes. That you recommended yes, yes. this movie. Yes, 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 yes. I'm very upset. This, Stephen, what did we watch today? And then I'm going to get into it. We watched the 2018 remake of the 1980s classic, Overboard. When you had asked me, have you seen Overboard? I said, yeah, the one with Goldie Hawn. And you said, no, no. No, no. There's a new one. Yes. With Anna Faris. We watched Overboard. It's currently on Amazon Video Streaming. And before you go into your uh, explanation, uh, because I require you to explain yourself, ridiculousness. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. This movie got 24% Rotten Tomato Critic score. Mm -hmm, Right. 56 audience, which I feel is very generous for Mm -hmm, what this movie portends mm -hmm, to mm -hmm. be. Do I go now? Yes, defend yourself. This movie is bonkers. (laughs) Overboard is exactly the kind of movie that movies on the side should review yes overboard is ridiculous it is crazy it has moments that you go what how is this a movie and it had a scene where i said to steven a tear fell down my cheek and i turned to my wife and said this stupid movie does not deserve this tear (laughs) and you know what steven I would watch this movie again next week. <sighs> I would. Here's how it happened in my home. No, you, I know you don't know this because I've never said it, but our internet has actually been down the past three days. Oh, no. We've had no, no internet. It's been, been very troubling for everyone. You've had to play Monopoly. That's right. When my wife and I sat down last night, I hotspotted from my phone. That's how much I needed to see this movie. Oh, wait, wait. Hold on a second. Before you go into this, I need to just talk about... People that I feel like having the internet down would really hurt. You'd be in the top five. Mm-hmm. But I have to ask, what does your life look like when you don't have internet? Does it just involve a bunch of Super Smash on Switch? How are you getting entertained now? Well, here's the thing. My evenings basically consist of wrangling children, washing dishes, and bedtime routine. So the lack of internet, it doesn't really hit me until... Late evening when I sit down to watch them. When they go to bed. Sure. Yeah. Just as a side note, my two boys have actually gotten into playing ukulele. Yes. And that musical Robles, those musical Robles genes are coming out. We are trying to aspire to be that musical family. And so we actually played ukulele for a little while last night. Man, you are two steps away from a family bluegrass band that travels around. Mm, Oh, brother, where are they? A giant VW bus. Right. (laughs) <laughs> okay, sorry. So carry on. So you made a hotspot. So I made a hotspot, created one a priori, and I I looked to my wife. I said, Nate recommended this movie. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. That's how I started. She'll never talk to me again. <laughs> she, she said, oh, okay. And then we proceeded to make it 20 minutes into this movie and stopped it. <laughs> that was it. And then I, I, fin- I couldn't subject my wife anymore to this nonsense. After three days of not watching anything, and then to watch this movie, 
Oh, we get so much better after those that 20 minutes, though. What about the heartfelt moments? Nate, I didn't know that. It just seemed like a terrible, terrible movie. It, it's the 51st Dates problem again. Like, the yep. first half of this movie is garbage. Yep. Also, that initial green screen of the dude riding the jet ski on the water. Yes. Even my wife was like, that looks like a bad green screen job. And I don't even know what that means. I said, yes. Yes. Yes, it is. I watched the movie. Here's how I watched this. At one, some point in time, my wife was watching this because apparently nothing better to do in an evening. <laughs> but I was doing something else at the moment. And I walked in probably around the 20-minute mark. I did not uh, see the first 20 minutes of this movie, I don't uh, think. So I walked in, and he had just like fallen off the boat. When, I don't mm. know, whenever that is. He fell off the boat, and thus I walked in, and I thought, I'm not really going to watch this. And then I got sucked in because the premise was so crazy and so ludicrous. Right. So I watched the rest of this movie. I then, last night, I have to watch the first 20 minutes of this movie because I'm about to do a podcast on this and I recommended this movie without seeing the beginning of it. So then, last night, I watched the first 20 minutes and I was tempted to go on further and I said, nope, this movie's not good enough for me to watch it twice in one week. That's not happening. This will be for next week. <sighs> so that's how I saw it. You know, usually I take copious notes when I'm watching a movie mm-hmm, for this show. Mm-hmm. I really just couldn't bear to do it. The only notes, I went to the IMDb, and <laughs> I saw that it, was, it won a couple of awards. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But these are the awards that are like, you know, bad movie awards. Mm-hmm. One being the most egregious age difference between the leading man and the love interest. Mm-hmm. This is between... Anna Ferris and Eugenio Derbez, who plays the guy. In real life, there is a 14-year age gap. Oh, that's not too bad. But in the movie, it almost feels like there's a 28-year age gap. What do you think? It does. Uh, well, Anna Ferris just looks a lot younger. She has a, a younger face, I think. But uh, yes, yeah. she's. I didn't mind it. I think he does look kind of old, but Anna Ferris is, what, she was born in 76? She's 43. 43. Yeah, 43. She comes across, I think, because of her jobs and because of, you know, she comes across like, oh, 28-year-old right. role. Like, this could have been played by someone of any age. I'm really glad that they didn't actually choose a 20-something actress. No, that would have been weird. To play Kate Sullivan, yes. This is the first movie I think I've seen Anna Ferris in. All I know is... Her and Chris Pratt's separation made me very sad. That's my only yes. context yes. for Anna Ferris. She was in the scary movie movies, I think. Yeah, I didn't, didn't And see she's it. on uh, some TV show called Mom. That's what I know about Anna Ferris. Yeah, I've not seen that either. I was excited to see her in a movie because, again, I liked the idea of her and Chris Pratt, and she seemed like a fun actress. Mm-hmm. And again, I have to say, the first half of this movie, I said, well... This is enough to make a judgment call. I don't like this actress. <laughs> right. I don't want to see her again. It was, I don't, know, I don't even know how to explain it, Nate. I just really didn't like the first half of this movie. It was really bad. I see. I thought it had moments. I really did. I liked the guy from The Mummy. The guy from The Mummy's in it. The brother from The Mummy is in it. Yes. He's one of the best parts. I think the side characters are fun in this movie. Let me, let me list them because they're throughout the whole thing. Yes. Eva Longoria, not great for me. No. Um, but her husband. I like him. Love it. Leonardo's 
Two sisters, yes. His dad, yes. The whole scene yeah. of them. I did not watch that the first time through, but number one, glad it's all in Spanish. It, it was a, it's like a combination with like some company, Lionsgate, and some other Spanish. It's Pantaleon Films. I think it's the Spanish version. I think it's like Panteleon. Okay. Yes. Perfect. I yeah. really butchered that the first time. Sorry. Um, <laughs> but the idea, I like, of like no, but I like the dad. I like the doctor too. The doctor was great too. His siblings and the dad talking and all in Spanish. It felt real, and I'm getting better at reading subtitles while enjoying a scene simultaneously. Mm. I like the. I think he was Swedish. The captain and his yes, his assistant. Yeah, that was fun. I like the guy in the pizza place that's just watching the telenovelas all day. Right. I like the mom who was ridiculous and like pursuing like such and such. He saw me at this and the like what's musical the, theater like, elderly person traveling troupe. Like I thought the the daughters were fun. It, the the main characters were okay. I I they grew on me. I don't think Leonardo or Kate either of their characters necessarily was top notch, but no. the side characters were a lot of fun. That's my first uh my first presentation to the jury. Okay, so for the viewers, the synopsis is Anna Ferris is a poor mom with three daughters whose husband died. I think the movie tells us that. Yes. She cleans and she delivers pizzas. And then one of her cleaning jobs, she goes to this yacht, super rich guy, the main guy, is there, he's a jerk, he pushes her off the boat. Later, he falls off his own boat, hence the title, Overboard, gets amnesia. Mm -hmm. His sister, who is jealous of him and wants to take control of the family's company anyway, leaves him in the hospital, not knowing who he is. And Ferris comes, lies, the whole premise of the movie is Anna Ferris <laughs> lies to this guy. <laughs> Yes. And says, you're my husband, and we've been married for 15 years, and we have three daughters. And the movie is basically him resisting it at first, working a construction job with these guys, and being a part of the family, and being terrible at it, and then becoming actually really likable and doing it well. Your wife has come to take you home. Huh. Finally. Wait. I'm married? You're really my wife? For better or worse, baby. Let's talk about the craziest part of this. I need to get into this right now. Yes. The premise that that Anna Ferris, that well, Eva Longoria, her Teresa, um, her friend comes up with her friend and boss is basically pretend he's your husband, bring him home, and then have him work your jobs or work a job, several, um, and cook and clean so that you can study to become a nurse because she's studying right. for an exam. This plan is so crazy. <laughs> there is no off-ramp to this plan that doesn't right. involve her going to jail. <laughs> it is set like I, I as soon as she thought said that I was like one they're not releasing someone to someone who just like yeah I'm the I'm the wife come on in I have some of these documents these fake documents the telenovela guy like faked a bunch of documents so she could kind of have proof. But what was her plan to like? Stop this ruse. Well, it seemed like once she passed the test or was able to study enough, she was going to like tell him the truth and let him go. Uh -huh. He'd be happy to know he's a millionaire anyway. But he would obviously like press criminal charges. 
which I'm still surprised he didn't. You kidnapped me. Yeah. <laughs> for months. Yeah, it's pretty problematic. I had that recurring thought, even as the the movie was kind of winning a part of me over, I was like, this whole premise, like, this lady would have to be a monster to do this. Okay, so, yeah, not only does she do this, but, like, she starts falling in love with him. Right. Now, the thought I had halfway through this movie was, maybe he will never get his memory back. Right. And if so, is living a life where you basically started by getting kidnapped, Stockholm Syndrome style, but you did Mm -hmm. honestly fall in love, but you're no longer a jerk because you've like done manual labor and love your life. Is that the kind of like, is that fine? Steven, is that fine? (laughs) If he never gets his memory back? I feel like the correct answer is no. Even if he was happy the rest of his life and lived the next 40 years Mm -hmm. perfectly fine, I don't know how the mom and the daughters could sustain that lie for decades. The word, yes, yes. I'm surprised the daughters even like, okay, that was probably the worst part of this movie. These three daughters are in on this lie. Right. To this man they don't know. And and they are not like teenage daughters. What's like the youngest daughter? Maybe five, seven? Five five to seven. The oldest is a teenager. But yeah, right. the youngest like, is like five. I understand her like lying to them. But like these two young daughters, the, the two youngest ones, I just can't believe one, this whole your mom not going to jail uh, pivots on you being able to keep the secret. And two, as a little kid, are you, you're able to like, you're my dad now. So that they don't have a, a father because their father died. Right. So I, I understand that a man coming in and seeming like super dad, like making great dinners and teaching the right. youngest how to ride a bike oh. and giving the oldest oh, we'll boyfriend advice and being like right. a nice, cool, but responsible dad. Like he's doing the right things. And I would kind of believe the daughters would take to him. But yeah, I like one day <laughs> one of those daughters are going to get married and this guy's going to walk her down the aisle and she's not going to say anything. I don't believe that. Yeah. Are you going to leave us? <laughs> what do you mean? Of course not. I'm your dad. When I watched the movie the first time, I didn't see the beginning where I heard that the dad died. I thought it was a divorce because yeah. they kept saying like, oh, is, you know, are you going to leave us? Like sometimes dads leave. Right. That in retrospect, it choked me up even more to think like, oh, they're talking about sometimes like dads die and right. leave you here on the earth. I, I struggle with, with the daughter thing because there's like the moments where they're all riding bikes down the street and Anna Ferris is like, how did you learn how to ride? And it's like, well, dad taught me. It's like that. It's not it's supposed to be a nice moment, but we're still living in this lie <laughs> where this man is kidnapped. Yeah. And Anna Ferris seems like like hurt and surprised that her little kids have embraced him as a dad and like she gets mad at them and i think to myself i think the teenage daughter points it out like no you did this and it's like yeah it's sort of your fault you brought this guy into your little girl's lives and gave him all like the roles of being a dad that you're just planning to tear away from them like they're already dealing with so much of having a their first dad pass away like an egregious parenting decision 
Well, then, egregious. Right. So there's the scene when Anna Ferris tries to tell him the truth, and he basically doesn't believe her, and then Eva Longoria doesn't help and basically keeps perpetuating the lie. And that's... <laughs> It's almost like, well, if he's not going to believe it, I guess we just keep doing this. It's like, well, well, that's an excuse. Right. The scene when his actual family comes in the limo and his memory is immediately jogged like that, that scene was genuinely heavy and the girls are crying and the youngest daughter like rides her bike chasing a limo. That is when I started crying. I literally cried in this movie because the little girl who he taught to ride the bike runs hops on her bike and is pedaling as fast she can, yelling for her dad down the street, and he's looking out the back of the limo. Yeah. Holy cow. And that's when I turned to my wife and said, this movie did not deserve this scene. <laughs> but this, it's heartbreaking, because although she knew like that he was brought in, like he became a father figure to her, and he's just leaving. I was expecting a little more tension for him leaving the girls. Like, I could, yeah. I could understand he's been at, mad at Anna Ferris and wants nothing to do with her, but, you know, it's not like the last two months, like, he regains his memory and all of a sudden the last two months are forgotten. He still experienced those two months. It felt like he left the girls. He didn't know if the girls were in on the lie either. Like, he didn't even have a moment, like, what if they weren't in on it? And Anna Ferris lied to them, too. If any, Like, he should have that thought of, like, oh, no, it's not your fault that I was kidnapped. And he must have remembered that he told that youngest daughter, I'm not going anywhere. I'm not leaving. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I was hoping at least for a moment where he like kneels down to the girls and is like, I'm sorry. This was all a lie. Right. Not my fault. Maybe they tried filming that scene and it just didn't work. It was just too much because yeah. he would also have to, once he realized that they knew that he wasn't really their dad, that he would also have some sort of level, at least for the teenage girl, a level of like, you betrayed me too. Yeah, that's true. Even more problematic than it already is. <laughs> some of the most genuinely funny parts of this movie for me was when Leonardo, whenever she says something like, my kids... Like you're not the you're not their dad or something like that, and yeah. he gets later on gets super like or throughout the thing gets super defensive like just because <laughs> I'm sterile and these are like not my kids like I have re- like he has yeah. that defensiveness of like he doesn't remember raising them but he's like no they are our kids I found that genuinely funny that he yeah. has this like defensive like oh why are you calling them our kids just because I'm sterile even though he's not. <laughs> That was funny. Kids in there, they are not your children. Oh, this again. Low blow. The one scene that is hilarious. Throughout the movie, the one sister keeps talking about how she wanted to pursue cello. And Leonardo was the only one who supported her. And then they have yes. the, little funer- the funeral for him on the yacht with the ashes. <laughs> and she's about to play the cello. And I thought immediately, like, oh, she's going to be terrible, isn't she? <laughs> and she was. <laughs> classical music saved my life that was like that's enough that that's enough what about the scene where where the other daughter scoops up ashes from a barbecue set and puts them in the urn and then the the dad <laughs> says something like, why does he smell like cooked meat and she says this is all in spanish and then she says like oh we're all just hamburgers it kind of funny yeah I, I, yeah the final scene leonardo 
realizes he wants to stay with Anna Ferris. And he, the father is trying to tell him, don't go back to her, like stay with the family. And so he jumps out of the boat, Anna Ferris jumps out of the boat, and they swim towards each other. And in the midst of this, Leonardo and his dad are having a negotiation about, yes, can I still have some of my money? <laughs> I felt like that kind of tainted that last scene for me. It's just that most people don't actually have to choose between love and money. It's not easy. Right. It reminded, it reminded me what this movie was because I was getting fooled into thinking that I loved this movie a lot. Right. By that point, and then I, it really jolted me back to, oh, wait, this movie's stupid. <laughs> <laughs> and that Evelyn Gory's husband had one funny line. Like he was in the lifeboat and they were negotiating. He was like, hey, listen, you know, take your time. This is a lot of money we're talking about. Oh, yeah, Leo, you're giving up a lot, dude. No one would begrudge you if you wanted to take a few minutes. Bobby, did you stay out of this? I chuckled then. You know, he had a funny line, but yeah, that last scene was not, it wasn't a great payoff because of that weird negotiation thing for me. Yeah, I think it was meant to be super funny and like taking away the cliche, we run to each other and we give up all the money. So I enjoyed that part a little bit more, but yeah, it's still pretty dumb. Well, considering this movie is a rom-com, I don't want to go this episode without at least asking Romance Corner. Mm-hmm. At their best, did you believe Anna Faris and uh, Leonardo? Yes. Mm. I think they had one moment, the Beauty and the Beast-esque time where he got his hand cut, and she was like bandaging him up, and he got his, he's like, I can't right. look at the blood. Yeah. And he helps her, like gives her, I think brings her something while she's studying. The frozen yogurt. The, yes, the frozen yogurt. That was probably the best. I'm glad that they weren't sleeping together during this movie. I am disappointed that they sort of, like most rom-coms, when you actually do, that's meant to be like you're in love now. It's the ultimate cliche of oh, yeah. once you've gotten together that you're now in love. It's the universal sign, sort of like throwing up in the morning as you're pregnant. These movie <laughs> short shortcuts. They they use that movie shortcut, which I don't enjoy, but before that time, when they're kind of, there's something sweet and almost kind, that moment, I, I believed it the most. Him yeah. with the girls is my favorite relationship. Yeah, him cooking dinner was kind of fun. You know, when he first yes. tasted the spaghetti sauce, I'm like, this is terrible, and then he seasons it because he found a recipe in the supermarket and... Yes. He actually wants to make it taste better. Like, I enjoyed those moments. In his giant Seahawks shirt, because he was like, <laughs> I was fat <laughs> before this. That was funny. The, there's also the, the physical gag when he's doing the wheelbarrow up the wooden thing, and the guy's yes. laughing at him. That was genuinely funny. I like that. Yes. Steven, there are genu- genuinely <laughs> funny moments in this movie. I actually laughed out loud quite a bit. I did, It's yeah. ridiculous. I did, too. But- Back to what you were saying, they took the shortcut of intercourse being like, oh, they're in love now. It was a shame because they actually had a couple of things that they used to that end, like you sleeping out in the shed for the first few nights. Right. And the first time Anna Faris says like, hey, why don't you sleep on the sofa? You actually feel something. You're like, oh, wait a minute. Right. She's actually like starting to like this guy. Like Exactly. They, they actually had some things they used in the movie and maybe more without using that shortcut. And even right. the scene when she's, about to tell him the truth and her daughters are looking at her like don't do it and he says i forgot it's our anniversary and he whisks her away and they go dancing and yeah 
you know, stand by the pier. Like that's a nice moment too. A lot of fun. Well, Nate, this is this is very problematic. I don't know how we're gonna rate this movie. I'm gonna have that's you go why I'm first. Ask you to do it first. No. What's no. that? I'm gonna have you go first. <sighs> Fine. But we're, so we're gonna rate it on a scale of zero to five telenovelas. Yes. Not a physical object, but played a huge role in this movie, and it was it did. pretty fun. This movie is a telenovela, mm. and they know it too, so they, they wink at the audience. After the scene when they meet together in the water again, the guy who watches the telenovelas is on the boat. He's like, real life is better than a telenovela. I was like, that was stupid. Don't say that. Like, <laughs> It's implied. We're seeing it. Anyway, right. Nate, this movie made me really angry. I would much prefer just a straight terrible movie or a straight good movie. Mm-hmm. This was another problematic mm-hmm. good moments movie. Mm-hmm. I'm going to give this overboard remake two telenovelas. Mm-hmm. Straight two. Mm-hmm. I always ask myself at this point, would I recommend someone seeing this movie? Mm-hmm. And the first 45 minutes, just like 50 first dates, I was very prepared to say, no one should see this movie. Don't see it. Just hear us talk about it on this show, and that's all you need. Yes. But then there is that second half, which I might even go back and watch it with my wife, because she might actually enjoy seeing that part. Yes. And then say, like, well, maybe it's worth powering through that first half. I don't know. Listener, I don't know <laughs> what to tell you, if you should watch this or not. If you have Amazon Prime. It's free. It's free. Free on Amazon Prime, I guess. If you can make it through the first 20 minutes, if you can make it to him falling off the boat, you'll probably enjoy the rest of it. Or maybe just start there. Maybe just start when he falls off the boat. Like you watched it the first time. That might be the best way to consume this movie. Overall, it's not a great movie. And so I'm going to give it to telenovelas. I am going to give Overboard three and a half what? telenovelas. Nate, you're being ridiculous. I have never felt, obviously, I feel this because I said to you, Stephen, let's do this movie because I just watched a terrible movie that I liked. Right. I liked this movie. It's crazy. It's garbage food, (laughs) but it's like fried chicken garbage food. Right. (laughs) It had moments that were really fun, honestly funny, slapstick. Uh, some just visual gags, some funny lines. It's not, it's very lowbrow. Right. It's very base level. Just, yeah, it's fluff. It's fluff for a lot of it. Yeah. Steven, I liked this movie. I don't know what to tell you. I liked it. I obviously can't go four because that would be insane. But even three is high, and I'm going three and a half because I would recommend seeing this movie. You'll make fun of it. You'll think it's crazy. You can talk about it with your loved one. Would you still be with me if I kidnapped you for a month? <laughs> but honestly, we watch a lot of worse things than this movie. And if you have Amazon, I recommend watching it for free on a boring night. If you don't, I don't recommend spending money on this movie. No, no. But you're rating this higher than most of the disaster movies we've seen. Yeah. Oh, yes. I would watch this over basically every disaster. Like, I would watch this movie over San Andreas. I'd watch this movie over The Core or 
both deep impact or blah 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 if you had me turn on something in the evening time i would rather watch this than those disaster movies absolutely all right welcome to top five serials we didn't just prepare this this has been in the works for a long time that's right for seconds for (laughs) exactly number five frosted flakes Mm. it is a serial that unlike the nastiness of wheaties does not go mushy (laughs) right and the the lack of mushiness is what i desire in my cereals you will not find anything well you might find something that kind of mushes up but frosted flakes is number five used to come in a small box my grandparents uh grandma and grandpa baranowski had the small little boxes and i would have frosted flakes when i spent the night there and it was glorious i want to put frosted flakes in my honorable mentions Mm -hmm. and i just like to share a quick memory dad if you're listening to this i love you dad i remember my dad (laughs) would eat frosted flakes but before eating he would take the white sugar from the table and pour the white sugar on the frosted flake double frosted and it was a sight to behold my number five Honey Nut Cheerios. Mm-hmm. There's lots of variety of Cheerios. Every mm-hmm. once in a while, I would even eat the plain ones. Sometimes I would have the frosted ones. Mm-hmm. But Old Faithful, Honey Nut Cheerios, number five. Mm. Uh, you know what? I'll honorable mention Honey Nut Cheerios. Well, there you go. It was wonderful. It's really bad when you pour the Cheerios because they weren't kept in a box in my home growing up. They instead were poured into a clear container. I don't know oh. why. Mom, you can speak as of to why, maybe so you could combine multiple boxes. But sometimes mm. in my family, I remember this, sometimes multiple Cheerios were mixed together in the same container. Nate, that is an atrocity. <laughs> That's worse than the onions on the burger. Yeah, but for the most part, I'm pretty sure they were together. I'm pretty sure they kept it together, but sometimes you thought it was Honey Nut Cheerios and it was regular Cheerios. Ooh. So was your family one that had the separate Tupperware-like containers for cereals and would dump it out of the box it came in all the time? Yes, yes, exactly. Maybe for freshness? Yeah. I don't know. At times, Maybe. different cereals were combined together. Um, Mom, you can chime in on this. You probably under- know this, but I'm pretty sure at some point in time, we had like crazy different cereals combined because they were like the crumbs from the last box mm. was just poured in on top of the other box. Wow. Okay. Well, what's your number four? My number four, and this is probably the most controversial one because people don't like this, but I like Frosted Mini Wheats as my number four. Sure. They do get a little mushy, but I eat them fast enough. They don't get too much. Um, They are only frosted on one side, so it's very important the orientation that you lift it up to your mouth with the spoon because you want the frosted part on your tongue. (laughs) Yes, that is the correct way to consume them. You are correct. Yes. Frosted Mini Wheats, number four. Okay, well, my number four, Rice Krispies, Snap, Crackle, and Pop. Mm, how much sugar did you put on those Rice Krispies? Believe it or not, I, none. Oh, man. I ate them straight. I liked cereal that much. And sometimes, I think it was maybe around July 4th, they had the variety that had like blue and red Rice Krispies mixed in. Mm-hmm. I enjoyed that one. Mm. All right, give me number three. My number three is Raisin Bran Crunch. Wow. Not the Raisin Bran. The regular Raisin Bran, 
uh, is just Wheaties with raisins in it. And as I've said before, Wheaties get mushy and get terrible. <laughs> Razor brand Crunch, anything with a cluster holds its form, holds its, yeah. remains in the solid state. And that's what I want. So Razor brand Crunch. Also, I don't know what, there were certain, is it grape nuts that have the raisins kind of coated in like a... Yogurty exterior? Amalgamation of yogurtiness. Yeah. Yeah, I think so, yeah. The leavings from, like, the Raisin Bran factory, whatever, get coated mm. on there. Right. That's my number three, Raisin Bran Crunch. My number three, I have a couple older person cereals here. Just mm-hmm. be prepared to judge me. That's fine. That's fine. My number three is Special K. Oh, never mind. I don't know I why, will judge. I... Never mind. I'm so sorry. Judgment. Are you talking the Special K that involves strawberries? dehydrated strawberries in them we had that occasionally i did not prefer it i was a plain jane special k consumer just straight special k just regular old special k that's right special k so like just like those little flavorless crusty dudes right we're talking about the same special k right yeah that's no, correct not flavored that, that's correct yep just like texture that you put milk over yep pretty much okay okay yep. mm-hmm. cool that's the one good choice <laughs> great job what's your number two cinnamon toast crunch mm, it's a good one there's cinnamon sugar swirls in every bite are you doing cinnamon the toast crunch right yeah yeah <laughs> i remember that commercial cinnamon toast crunch i'll even give french toast crunch a bit of a shout out because it isn't yeah. the cousin of cinnamon toast crunch they are both great now okay. i will also going to i'm going to chime in here just in case you have you have lucky charms in your list can you no. nod confirm deny no. Lucky Charms, the marshmallows, great if you let them soften nicely. The rest of Lucky Charms, dog food. <laughs> I wasn't even a fan of the marshmallows in cereals for some reason. Yeah, it's because you liked them just kind of snapping, crackling, brand. That's right. Crunchiness. Yeah. Crunchiness. Also, before I go any further, I'd like to add honorable mentions Captain Crunch, mm-hmm. regular and peanut butter flavor. Yes, yes, both are great. I'll do the same. I'll do the same. Yeah, But my number two, I believe it has a little more flavor, Honey Bunches of Oats with Almonds. Yes. I was a big fan of this. It has the bunches. It was, there was bunches. There was crunchiness. I liked the almonds. Had a little sweetness with the honey. I enjoyed it. Honey Bunches of Oats. It also made you feel like you were eating a healthier option. That's right. Like that's a, a good way to start the day. Right. Yes. Your number one my number one it is not anything in the chocolate world i'm going to discount okay. count chocula cocoa pebbles i don't like when it makes it chocolate milk because mm-hmm. have just buy chocolate milk don't try to do a workaround <laughs> i'm also going to say i'm not going to choose anything like fruity pebbles fruit loops tricks all those things that turn your milk into kind of rainbowy a rainbowy sugar fest no yeah no, no. What I have chosen here for number one is Reese's Puff cereal. <sighs> Chocolate, peanut butter. To this day, I have not had Reese's Puffs since college. Reese's right. Puffs was my first purchase when I moved out <laughs> because I was an adult and I could buy whatever I wanted. And right. to this day, I, if I walk down the cereal aisle, which I don't have a bunch of cereal anymore, every time I look at that Reese's Puffs and go, Maybe just one box for the good old days. 
maybe just like a little bit. I would I would eat Reese's Puff cereal right now. Like my mouth is watering thinking about it. It is my number one. It is great. I have had up to four bowls in one sitting. <laughs> Nate. Yes. I did not think this was going to end like this. Yes. Yes. But my number one is also Reese's Puff cereal. We are family. I am a sister. Oh, it's too high. Sorry. Well, Nate, it was my favorite cereal growing up. Yes. It was delicious. It was incredible. Yes. I think I've probably had two bowls plus two snuck bowls as my mom left the kitchen momentarily as well. Yes. Yes. It was glorious. Glorious. It was peanut buttery. It was crunchy. Mm-hmm. Even if it was soaking in milk, still crunchy. Still good. Ah, oh, that makes me that makes my heart happy. We have the I same want Reese's so you're no longer doing cereal. Right? No, I don't. In your life? Sadly. It would be fun at some point in time in the future when we're together in the same place. Yes. Just to have a friendship Reese's puffs. I agree. Bowl. I agree. We should do that and then have hot dogs for lunch. Absolutely. But yeah, all this makes me think, Mom, I'd really like you to chime in on the, uh, did we mix cereal back in the day? And what was the purpose of the, of the Tupperware containers with this cereal in them? I took them as just a part of life, but now I'm actually curious. <laughs>